Hello, podcasters. How wonderful to have your presence with us today. Uh-huh. Uh, so we've had, got Wally in the studio, which is Ash, our producer. You'll hear her in the podcast. Um, but Ash, our producer, has brought in her dog today. Yes. What, what's the reason for it again? I mean, I like um, it. It's because our apartment building is having a air conditioning um, test or something like oh, yeah. workers are going to come yeah, in. She's and... got a house inspection. She didn't tell the real estate about yeah. the dog. Yeah. Anyway, so I can't <laughs> have the dog at home, but it's it's one of those. They're going to be here sometime between nine uh, and five. Uh-huh. So like, I don't. And plus, your dog hates men. Yeah, and he would bark if someone came into our house and we weren't there. Like he'd attack them. So my my question for it is therapy dog. What's the training for it? Because a, a friend of mine has a dog and she's had it for like, it's over a year. And then she's just pes- um, posted saying um, Lola is going to start her therapy dog training. Wish her uh, luck. So it must start like you've got to be over a year. And I don't know mm-hmm. what that is. Well, Wally like has been very stressful for me to have around today at work. So it's actually, he wouldn't be a good therapy dog. You need he, a therapy dog after bringing your dog to work. He barked at our boss mm-hmm. like really aggressively. Yeah. Can sense evil. Um, so that was kind of bad and like, he just keeps following me and it's just really annoying. So I wouldn't think he'd make a great therapy dog, mm. to be honest. Well, th- I think they're supposed to sense when you're upset. Yeah. And then they come, come up for a cuddle or something. Yeah. You know what you can do? If you drive up, uh, out, um, just head up the highway, the Bruce Highway out to, uh, Bribie Island. It's a nice little reserve there. Dump him. Drive back as quick as you can. <laughs> Stuff. He's a rescue. <laughs> he would be. No, I'm not doing that. No, he's good. He's just like a bit like full on. It's like having a child. I know, but I'm going to be in trouble because I didn't get a rescue dog. You didn't even get permission for a dog. Oh, you got got one from a factory, did you? Are you going to show him? Factory, Mm. not a factory. I got one from a farm. Dog factory. Don't know she brings. Oh, no, if it's at the farm, it would have just been someone else's dog that got sent to the farm. So you're just (laughs) taking on another family's dog. What happened when they go back to pick him up from the farm? No, but you're not allowed to buy puppies these days. You bought a puppy, didn't you? Uh Yeah, but you're not allowed to buy puppies these days because that's bad. You're not allowed to do anything these days. And people don't let you buy puppies. You should adopt, not shop. And but shopping for a puppy is bad. We got a rescue puppy. Regardless, it's like you shouldn't get puppies. I don't know. So I don't know. I'm just do you what, man? What do you, what do you care about other people's opinions? Huh? Other people's opinions no, of you are none of your business. I don't. I just couldn't with the kids with it. Like I've seen some of the dogs next door, and they've got a rescue dog, and I was like, oh. you would probably find, and it's a really great thing the RSPCA do when we got our cat. They probably wouldn't let you have any of their dogs maybe because they don't understand age for the yeah uh, for the children and the got. dog's persona has to match your children so mm. if you've got like crate like three young kids they're mm. loud and boisterous rescue dogs are quite often a little bit funny and they don't want to be around that so yeah. they wouldn't let you take yeah a lot of them actually say not for not for yeah. young kids yeah. Sorry, not for yeah. young kids yeah. all right well Let's get into it. We'll give you some answers to Alpha Bucks in this podcast as well. Here we go. Start your day the better way with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And the latest person to leave the African jungle, uh, Dicko, joins us. G'day, mate. What an old loser I am. How can you have me on your show even? How are you guys? <laughs> oh, it's a favour. No, 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 it's not. No, we love having you on the show. And I believe that they asked you on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here so many times before you actually said yes this year. Yeah, look, they finally found how, uh, how 
how much I was worth. Plus, I turned 60 last week, so they basically gave me a free trip to South Africa, go on a safari on the day I turned 60. And I needed some new celebrity friends because I've started hanging around with Stav. Yes. That shows you how desperate I am. Yes, we, we got along quite well. Uh, I actually had you pegged uh, as one of the, at least the top three, or if not to take the whole thing out, Digo, to be fair. Well, me, me too, but the problem is... I'm 60, I haven't been on any TV shows for a while, and I've got no social media. Mm. So I knew I wasn't going to go deep into the show. Mm. I, did, I, I kind of thought I might last a few more days, but to be honest, I really did need a shower. Yeah, so enough. it's probably yeah. just as well. Um, you say yeah. about no social media, but it's like it's been so hard because you're, you're on the show, so like anyone that goes on the show, it's all resurfacing anything that they've actually ever said. And you've been so open and honest of talking about, you know, some of the comments that you made on uh, Australian Idol will be things that you were never able to say this day and age. And Paulini's, I guess, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I guess, you know, they've sort of haunted you for all these years. Well, it was, look, do you know what? It was 20 years ago. Yeah. And, and as I said, look, it was a different world 20 years ago, and I was a different person. Mm. You know, if you're the same person 20 years ago that you are today, mm. you're really not evolving. So, you know, it's, we all have to move with the times, and, and yet there's, there's no way I would say those things these days, but I can't really unown what I said in those days, mm. and I can't, even, I can't even regret it because it's a part of who I am and who she is. Mm. But, yeah, it is kind of odd. It's like... I am kind of all talked out on that subject, or I thought I was anyway. But yet, 20 years and people are still talking about it. Mm. It is bizarre, isn't it? Do you think the same, though? How many things have, like, maybe people just don't have record of what we've said. Oh, do, 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 do. Let's not go into on. our back Let's catalog. talk about Digo no. and TV. But, yeah, but going the other way with true. that, though, yeah. being, being a different person from 20 years ago, someone that I was looking forward to seeing uh, go into the jungle and it worked out the opposite way was Carrie Ann Kennelly. Um, I've known her for years and she's always been a delight, but she showed another side of herself in the jungle, didn't she? Look, it was a bit odd. I, I, none of us could really understand why she was there. I've known Carrie Ann for a long time, and I would re- regard her as a friend. But I honestly got the feeling she didn't know what the show was, mm. which is odd because everyone's got Google, mm-hmm. and I, mm. that's the first thing I did when I when I decided I was going to give it a crack was Google all the worst trials to <laughs> to see what I'm in for. Yeah, yeah. Fair but enough. she turned up almost like she was on safari, <laughs> like you know, and she kind of said, "No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing that." And you go, "Well, how are you going to earn stars for our food then?" Mm. And she went, "Well, I'm not." And it's uh, and that's why it kind of blew up, really, which is a shame. I, I think she, I, I just think she was unprepared. But um, but look, I, I hope she can get over it. I happen to know she's on a golfing holiday with her mates now, no, so she, I'm sure she has gone <laughs> over. She'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> Another yeah. different kind of balls. <laughs> oh no, no, we had to come back to the balls. Didn't we? Yeah. we had to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did Did you get asked at all to do the new? Idol that came back? Was there any? No, no, no. They um, they skimmed right over me. I'm, I always get fond of saying that they they replaced me with Megan and Harry. <laughs> yeah. That's a dad joke. Yeah. No, don't feel don't feel like you need to laugh at all at that. Okay. <laughs> no, they didn't look. They didn't ask me because I can understand it in many ways. It is the big youth format for Channel Seven this year. And would you really want like Mark Holden, Marsha Hines, and me? Two confused seventy-year-olds and a bitter and twisted sixty-year-old <laughs> driving your youth format. You know, yeah, it doesn't so. really make a lot of sense. Yeah. But I guess that's the whole thing, though. People are looking forward to it coming back, and I guess our memories is the format that was you, you. 
Yeah, but look, as I say, that they should have left that in the ground, frankly. Yeah. They dug mm. it up and re-energised it when it really should have just stayed dormant. You know, make up a new show, for God's sake. Mm. It's not hard. How about a show where people wear weird masks like... Oh, no, that's been done, hasn't mm. it? Yeah. I don't know. They can make something up anyway, <laughs> yeah. can't they? How do, how do you feel about... And I, I saw, I think it was the Jess Rowe podcast, I saw you on there um, speaking about how you got addicted to being a celebrity, you found it hard when you lost the spotlight. Um, celebrities changed a lot now, though, since the day. Like, famous people aren't really on television. You know, kids these days, that a TikToker or someone on Instagram yeah. is a big-name celebrity to them. Yeah, it, it is odd. I mean, a few of the kids in the camp this week, I mean, they're, they're all talking, oh, I've got my 500,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> and, um, and you go, wow, okay. Well, and, and that, But that works because these kids, it is ingenious because the new democratisation of fame requires no gatekeepers these days. You don't need a TV exec to say you are going to be the it kid. Yeah. If, you, if you've got a little bit of sass and a ring light... You can actually start like growing your community and yep. owning the conversation with your people. And talking to like Dom from Maths, who's on, who's in the camp, and he's an amazingly complex character, really feisty. You know, she's talking about the sort of sum she's earning as an influencer from products, and and that's it. She she's controlling her own brand you know, from her lounge room. She doesn't need any gatekeeper to tell her whether she's in or out. And that is a wonderfully democratic thing. It just gets on my tits because I'm too old to do it. <laughs> but see, I don't reckon you are, Dicko. If, if you could Well, I mean, she bought a house self, with OnlyFans. You could yeah. do that, Dicko. Yeah, if you go on OnlyFans. <laughs> what, what would I do with OnlyFans? Oh, what wouldn't you just do? People, you know, let people into a secret compartment just so I could give them a serve for singing out of tune. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I could do. <laughs> My, I've lost six kilos, but I don't think they want to see me with mid-norks out. <laughs> <laughs> well, your name's Dicko. Your name's Dicko. So I have to think there. about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mate, great to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Um, thanks for coming on this morning. It's an absolute delight for me, and I'll see you back in Australia. Good on you, Thank legend. You Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Producer Ash in the studio with a ripper, ripper story this oh. morning. I did. Yeah. yeah, the boys know oh, what it is. What have you done? Um, so, you know how I have a dog. I love going to the dog park every yes, single day. the dog's here with us today. Mm -hmm. And I'm a very proud dog owner, and I think there's certain things you need to do to be a responsible and good dog owner. Okay. For example, like picking up after them. Of course. Every time they go, no matter where or when, mm -hmm. you need to pick that poop up. Yes. So oh, She's a judgy dog, Mum. We're going to judging <laughs> everyone oh, else. What you're saying is you think that you should be doing it and you enforce it, everyone else is doing it. Well, it, well, it is enforced. It's yeah. illegal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. All right. I just, you know, some people are like, I don't want conflict. Hmm. So yeah. I, I don't think that you should leave it there. But No. Well, I, so I go to the dog park often and I do make judgments of other dog owners, whether if they're on their phone or something and they're not looking at their dog when oh, it's playing with on. others. I think okay. yeah, you no, can't no, just right. let it Sorry. run around wild. Yeah. Like an animal. Pumping other dogs. What about do you judge the parents that sit on their iPhone at the park? She no, will. That's... I'm hearing that she will when she's in that realm. I nah. just think she'll like... be on her phone with the rest <laughs> of us, thinking, "Mama needs five minutes." <laughs> I... Mum, mum, no. mum! I saw it last time. It's the same. <laughs> Even when my dog interacts with other dogs, I no, go up to them together right. and make sure they can play safely. Anyway, you don't want anyone to get. You don't want any dog to get injured. No, no. Or like if they. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So enough. I'm at the I'm at the dog park the other day, and there's this dog owner who walks in, a man. 
with a dog, mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. And then he's Their just gender is not important to the story. <laughs> he's just, he just a sits man. down. Which is fine. Like, you can sit and watch. and right. But you were judging already because you, you thought he wasn't as proactive? He wasn't because he was just sitting there and his dog took a poop. Uh-huh. And then I waited and I was like, is he going to go over and pick that up? Mm. And You're he stood inside. there. He was sitting there just blankly, like not even a care in the world, just not looking mm. at all. Yeah. And I said to Dan, my partner, I said, oh, my God, I can't believe people just would take their dogs here and not pick it up. Like, what is he expecting? Mm. Like someone else to pick it up for him, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then, well, I went up to him and I said, "Excuse me, um, your dog's just done business over there. Would you like me to pick it up?" Or so passive aggressive. Yes. Yes. his yeah. dog was a Labrador. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And then I realised <gasps> oh. that this man is blind, and he had no idea that his dog had pooped because he cannot see. It's so good. Oh, Ash. <laughs> Did he have the harness on? No. No, no, no. It's no. his dog park. It's his free time. It's his free time. So I went up and Hold gave up. this man Isn't a dog spray. to come and get him? Don't know. Don't know. Okay, don't anyway. Know. I gave him a spray. So what and did I was he say? Like, can I just, wait, let's go back. Can we just go back to the moment? So you say that with, mm. you know, a little bit of passive aggressive, like, would you like me to pick it up for you if you're not? And he said. Who's that? <laughs> what did no no? What did he say, Ash? He was like, "Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't realize." And that's when I was like, "Oh no, no. It's it's actually all right." Did like, he it's say so it, fine. or did you then realize? Well, I was sort of trying to backpedal after he'd said, "Oh, well, I realized. Yeah. I realized." Yeah. He apolo- He just apologized. Mm. Did you um, did you in that moment say, "I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were blind," or did you just? No, I didn't. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I didn't yeah. acknowledge. I just no, said, I think you're like, right, because you, you did say, would you like me to pick it up for you? Did you, you, not you like, picked it up, you know, didn't you? Bare, no, bare no, 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 no. So embarrassed you just went bare <laughs> hand on it? <laughs> I was just like, Dan, we need to leave now. Right now. We need to exit this area, and I haven't been back to that It's park hard because you've got to be careful. It's like, you know when you see people abusing someone else for taking a car park spot? Mm. Yeah. And then they they mm. do get out their wheelchair from the back, and you're like, yeah. check the sticker. Isn't that always the... Mm. Yeah. yeah. But you... So it's a horrible thing that happened. Yes. But um, it's n- it's not your fault. So you, were, you weren't going up to a- abuse a blind person for not picking up the poo. You no. thought he was... Able. Completely abled, and yes. you were like, "That's Correct. wrong." Yes, you would have given leeway had you have known. Of course, I would have. Mm. But um, I just want to know if anyone else has done something like this, telling off someone who has a disability, and, and they realizing. don't realize. Mm. And you yeah. just wanted the world, like the floor, just to swallow you up. I was mortified, and well, I have to go back to the dog park. That's your dog park. I know, but I just I don't want to see him again, and he won't well, see he me. Won't see you. He won't see me. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but he yeah, no. I just feel you. bad for being judgy and yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. So, did you accidentally abuse someone with a disability? Mm. That's the question. Yeah, yeah. Accidentally, you might be alone on this one. I oh. hope I'm not. Please, someone. Make <laughs> Thank me you feel for better. sharing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. It's an. It's that is complete. You know, a court in the land wouldn't convict. Oh, yes, people are calling. Stacey on 131060, have you accidentally uh, abused a disabled person? Hi, guys. Oh. Well, not particularly me, but um, I, I have, I'm I a hairdresser by trade. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I have a client that is um, deaf. Obviously, when we shampoo her colour out, she has to take her, her hearing aids out. Yeah. Yep. Um, 
So anyway, we were quite busy one day. I asked a co-worker to shampoo her hair out for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I was out the back mixing up colour. She had come in and told me she'd finished. Um, she said, I can't believe how freaking rude that woman is. I was talking to her and she didn't even respond to me. Just and I'm like, me. oh my God, she's deaf, man. <laughs> oh, no. And she was so embarrassed. She's like, I can't go back out there. I literally like told her off for being rude. I'm like, doesn't matter. She didn't hear you. Don't worry yeah. about it. Oh, <laughs> she wouldn't have realised asking all these questions, going, why is she not answering? Oh, We're at the basin. Was, this is our time to chat. Yes. Yeah. It was so funny. It was so oh. funny. But, yeah, I'm like, you know, don't don't be worried. She didn't want, She didn't hear you the first time. She wasn't going to hear you the second time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get on your so. stays. 131060 is our number. Carly and Sumner, have you done this? Oh, my God, Stav, you just said my name. That's so exciting. <laughs> Carly, Carly, Carly. Oh, stop. <laughs> yes, I don't know if you um, uh, get annoyed at people taking car spots uh, for, you know, those spots that are assigned for children. Yeah, um, uh, people with children. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, that's it. And I get so peeved when people take those spots. Anyway, I turned up one day in that spot and next to me was a disabled car spot and a man in this nice Schmidt car pulled up and I don't know I've got to be in my bonnet and I turned my window down and I said you know those are resigned for people with disabilities you can't just come and park wherever you want and then he opened the door and he only had one leg right oh <laughs> yeah yeah. and he just looked at me he didn't say anything he just calmly got out of the out of the car and I just went oh I'm so sorry because he knew he's you like know? this is going to make it feel yeah. worse yeah. make it keep going keep going <laughs> exactly oh. very embarrassing well at least you're standing up for people that need to use it like him exactly thank you mm -hmm. yes that's what I told myself <laughs> <laughs> good on you Carly anonymous so this will be good what happened to you so I mow lawns for a living and I've been doing this customer for like six months and she just leaves dog poo everywhere she's got two German shepherds mm -hmm. and just just everywhere, and I hit it with a whippersnipper, it ended up all over me. Yeah. Oh, yep. I've gone, and I've given her a bit of a serve, and then, yeah, she uh, come out in the wheelchair, and she actually can't get down the stairs out the back and pick the dog to her. Yeah. Oh, no. How was she about it, though? Did she have a sense of humour? Uh, yeah, yeah, I still know her, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, of course you do, yeah. I feel bad when... Uh, Yes, yeah, so I pick it up for her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give, her a, give her a discount that day as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good on you, buddy. It is unfortunate. Uh, hey, Rebecca, have you accidentally abused someone with a disability? No, not at all. I actually own and run a disability support company, mm -hmm. and most of my clients are vision impaired and blind, so I was pretty um, keen to jump on and have a chat about this topic. Yeah. Does it, does it happen to them often without people realising? Every day that ends in Y, every yeah, right. waking minute of their day, everywhere they go. Mm. I can take a client into a shopping centre and they can accidentally bump into a coffee table mm. and somebody will get up and go to knock them out because they think they're drunk or yeah. on drugs or something like yeah. that. Um, I cop it heaps. If, they pull up in a, if I pull up in a car park, people abuse because they can't see their disability. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it happens daily. So it's actually just taking a break and realising more about the person rather than just jumping to conclusions. Oh, look, I, I get a real bee in my bonnet and I just look at people and I go, you know what, stay in your own lane, focus on yourself and stop worrying about what others are doing. Yeah. 
because nine times out of ten, their disability you can't see. Yeah. Geez, they cop it, hey. Mm, yeah. Poor things. I admire that Ash took your phone call. Yeah. And you probably gave <laughs> Start your day the better way with Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Artificial intelligence. New artificial intelligence. Intelligent machines. I'll be back. Well, it seems like every day uh, we're talking about AI and a chat GP and all that and the amazing things it can do. But there's also a dark side to it with the technology developing very, very quickly. And a lot of the uh, experts are calling for a six-month halt. And when you say experts, I've read a little bit of that. Like Elon Musk, there was an old interview of him that resurfaced saying that we should be really... We should put a pause on it. We should mm. slow down on it. Is he one of the experts you're talking he about? He is. Steve Wozniak from Apple as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people. Is that so that they can um, own it all first? Out. No, they are. There are some legitimate concerns, uh, and so to talk about them, we've got EFTM.com specialist Trevor Long on to talk all things tech. Trevor, um, I was watching a thing about this, and they said that um, the AI at the moment is akin to uh, discovering how to split the atom and make the nuclear bomb. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, it, theoretically, you could you could look at it that way because it's basically going to revolutionise pretty much every aspect of, of what we do. You know, the way we communicate, the way we get information, the way we create, all those things can be changed, enhanced or taken over mm-hmm. by AI. And the, the concern is AI is a knowledge bank, right? It's, it's basically an intelligence. So how is it being trained? What does it What does it know? What does it think? And most importantly, does it have any bias? And that's a really important thing because if you sit down and use an AI and you type something and you ask it a question or get it to do something, is it coming at that with any bias, political or otherwise? Mm. And if so, shouldn't that be clear and transparent? So there are definite concerns, but I think the horse might have bolted on this one, folks. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it, to say, hey, we'll we'll stop it. Will you stop it? Will you, you know, everyone's going to do yeah, their own oh, technology. going to stop it. You know, oh, America, the government, even if the government does something, you don't think there's other countries in the world where they can yeah. base themselves? I mean, really. Uh, so, Trevor, you talk about, you know, the bias and whether we're going to be able to control it from that aspect. Um, staff has always said that we need to be nice to them, so he always thanks his Alexa. Yeah, my Google. Because um, he yeah. believes that they're going to take over. And is that ever a concern for you where you're like, really, they start to, I guess, learn things that we're not programming them because they just, I guess, they get the momentum going and that. take over the world? I don't have a tinfoil hat like staff. I'm not worried about the Googles and Alexas of the world. But <laughs> the AI stuff, the, these, these chatbots and things, I've got to be honest, I would be polite to them because they do know who you are. You log in to use them. Mm. And we don't know how they're going to react to individuals. And maybe if you're nice to them, they react different to, differently to you over time because they are learning. But what, are they, gonna the do? what are they going to do? Like, they can't climb out of the computer and strangle you. No, like spot what? on. So I think, I think you've got to look at it two ways. Firstly, there's the kind of AI we're talking about now, which is we, we chat and we, we get information like, you know, get it to write me this, write me that. And, and the question is, is there any issues with that around its knowledge bias or, or, or context, right? Mm. So uh, do we know what we're getting from it? But secondly, AI, the, the kind of technology, the, the computers, the, the knowledge is going to be in other things at some point. Uh, now, you know, there are humanoid robots in the world they're mucking around with. Are they going to really put this in there and do we have to worry about that? Mm. I personally don't think so yet, but we've got to be talking about it. Governments are always behind when it comes to this kind of stuff. So we need some sort of regulation that says, you know what, you're not allowed to put something in the brain of a physical walking robot being mm. that, that is evolutionary. It, it can evolve. It must be fixed and, and, and can't change. I think the other concern that I've been seeing about, and you might uh, be able to confirm this, is the, um, the, the growth rate because most, uh, most technology moves very, very quickly. But even people that study um, exponential curves and, and futuristic curves of where things are going to end up are way off uh, in the low side of how fast this AI is actually progressing. 
Spot on. I mean, we used to have a thing called Moore's Law, which was the law of computing and how quickly it would pro it would it would advance. This is going far faster than we ever knew. So, for example, uh, you know, a month ago, I could get a voice model made of my voice, give it 20 minutes of me talking, and it would create a voice. It was very American. It was very it wasn't very great. Mm. You could hear me in it, but it wasn't. Real. I've it, within a month, I've already found another one that's almost spot on. Like I reckon, give it another couple of months, I'll be able to type. And it'll speak like me. Oh my God. Uh, it's, Are you really it's Trevor coming right now? quickly. That's it, though. That's <laughs> yeah, it. Well, you can get a call from your child. I, and it's I not found them. it really fascinating that there are people out there that are saying that they're using this chat GP and they're using it. Um, now to have another job. So there are people that are working from home and they're currently getting three different full time wages because they're getting it to do one of their jobs. I find it hard to believe there's people doing large amounts of work with it, but I think there's a lot of people who are wisely using it to make their jobs easier. And if that means you can get a second job and, you know, do two things at one time, good for you. I mean, it's out there now. Why wouldn't you use it? Just know that you've got to you've got to quiz it, you've got to push it, you've got to find its limits so that you, you find those limits before it comes upon you when your boss says, mate, this is rubbish, something like that. You know, you've got to know yeah. what its limits are. But I would be using it whenever you can. If you're in the creative field, you're writing tweets for your business or Facebook posts, get in there, mate. Come up with some creative stuff using AI. The only problem is, is if they start making robots and they can put personalities in them, women are absolutely going to go for that over normal men. Well, if they're going for people like me now, then, well, you know, a robot's a no-brainer with any exactly. sort of personality. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> just get a list, fill it out. I want it to be like this, this, this. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Box tomorrow, the 21st of April. It's Friday. Your letter is C, and your answers are crane, casserole dish, and simonin. Simonin. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Don't say it. Cinnamon. I'm going to need a... Would you like cinnamon? <laughs> cinnamon. Cinnamon. Men and women to pop me up. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Are you like ready? Can we try this? In a minute, In I'm going to need a... I'm going to need a bit of cinnamon. Men and women to pop me up. Cinnamon. 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 I'm ready. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. I like it when I'm treating your word I know. Distribution. exciting. Of responsibility. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Four minutes past seven and I've got 15 text messages this morning from my son, which I appreciate. It's lovely that he's communicating, but because um, he's had to catch a bus now and we're like, all right, now you're independent. You've got to catch a bus. He's in year six. That's fine. He just didn't want to. And still when he goes, when your arm's better, I'll still get picked up. <laughs> no, no, this is this is it this now. This is the new new. Yeah. So we, um, he did have one of those uh, watches. You know how you can sort of mm -hmm. um, text message, but it was really hard with that. And you could put a sim in so I could track him basically. Right. Okay. But yeah. then I took that sim out and I put it in a phone. Mm. But it's the beginning of the end because he's just that type where he he doesn't get off an iPad. Like you have to keep reminding him. He doesn't get bored. He could be on it all day. I think that's most kids. To be fair. Well, my other two aren't. Mm, yeah. They'll get bored. They'll Give get off. Time. They'll go in the pool. No, but he was like that from mm. first time. Maybe we gave it too early. He's just a different kid. Mm. He really is than the others. So now we've given him a phone. He just is on it all the time. And all he is is just being like I am. Yeah. So he's just mirroring me. So it's my fault. But I want to know, what do you actually do? In 131060, if you've worked this out, some of my friends will like download an app and you can have access to their phone. Oh, yeah. I've got screen time so I can see it. Other people were like, no, just make sure that you check his phone every night. Monitor what he's doing. I was like, okay. Mm. Which is what you used to do. And I've made it perfectly clear, this is not your phone. Mm. It is our phone that you're borrowing it and we're paying for the bill. So I'm able to check it. So Ethan's probably probably wasn't as smart as Finney was back then because I also told Ethan when he had his phone 
that every text message he got came through my phone as well. So I said, don't bother deleting them because I would still see them. Which you could do. Yeah, which I have done because yeah. it's linked to an iPad at home. Yeah. yeah. So I could see that. But I just don't know, is it the whole thing of like, they should be, their privacy mm. should be able to trust them. And everyone that said that to me has said, download this app. So, <laughs> so they have their at... privacy. They think they have privacy, but they well, don't really. Because normally tell you it's this. just the iPad and it's in our house, so I can monitor it. Yeah. But now it, it is kind of scary because I was like, I don't want him to be messaging people that I haven't How old met. is he? Mm. He's 11. He's 11. He doesn't deserve privacy if he's 11. Yeah. That's true. 11 year olds don't get privacy. And we don't let them have iPads in their rooms yeah. with doors shut. We don't let them have iPads without earphones on. Yeah. I mean, I want to be able to hear it. If you look at it, they don't allow us privacy, so why should we allow them <laughs> privacy? <laughs> well, you, you know, I, haven't, I, haven't had a, I haven't gone to the bathroom by myself in 10 years. Yeah. And what freaks me out is you, there was incidences with your son. Hmm. He had a pedophile grooming him yeah. on Facebook. Like, and I'll, I'll say it exactly how it was, asking him for photos, mm. pretending to be a woman. He sent some photos. Mm. Absolutely. Because now they're blackmailing the kids with us. So yeah. We're going to share it with everyone if you don't yep. give money. I, you, and you know how hectic I am. I sat him down and I said, say, okay, here's the photo of the girl you think you're talking to. I looked up a photo of Dennis Ferguson on my phone and I went, this is what they actually look like. Yeah. Mm. And I don't, I don't give him, don't even give him an inch, a millimetre. Because the, the, uh, the alternative is way worse, isn't it? That's oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But do you check it every night? Not now, because he's 21 and married. <laughs> um, I would. Uh, <laughs> did, did you check it? But yeah, well, he you married the girl that was grooming him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that not freaky? Yeah. You were only checking it a couple of years ago. I know. Oh, that's no, the thing. Not that long ago. It, look, it, and it does slow down as they get older. Like when he was 16, 17, we, we would still be checking, but not in the same, same way. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, definitely when he was, like, he got his first phone, I think, at 13, we would be, uh, yeah. And we can't, the hard thing is, too, you can't keep them off social media because we tried no. that. Well, I deleted all the apps from the, the phone yeah. and I was like, I see, like, he has to ask permission to download them. Mm. Yeah. So I've, like, I've restricted that. But then you can still go on the, like, you know, Safari and, and stuff. the issue is all of his, like, basketball team, mm. they all chatted through yeah. Messenger and stuff. So... Yeah. You, yeah, he's like, I'm messaging this kid. I'm like, I don't know this kid. He's like, he's really into the stock market. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll keep messaging him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Sounds know. Smart. So you want to know? You want to know what other people are doing? I want to know. Yeah, do you check their phone every night, or have you downloaded some sort of app where you can monitor them? Or are you like, no way, don't do it. You yeah. got to trust him. Actually, that's not an option. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it might have worked out for someone. I doubt it, but mm. maybe. Mm. Penny in Wavell Heights. What do you think about kids having phones? How do you control them? I don't think you can control... Oh, hello. Hello. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think you can actually control them having one these days, but what you can do is what I've downloaded onto both my son's phones is something called Life360, mm-hmm. and it's brilliant. Um, you can literally track where they are all the time, and, and I don't use it to track them, so to speak. I just, like, if I'm worried about where they are, I can see... You know, things like that. And it's really good. You can add a So if they say, hey, I'm going to my friend's house and they're riding their bike, you can see that they've arrived. And you go, oh, okay, he's not there. I feel relaxed. Um, and then when they actually leave that destination that you've marked, they it then says, hey, he's just left. And you go, okay, he's on his way. And I can expect him in about 15 minutes. Mm. And it really is brilliant. So we love it. And we've just said, my boys are both 16 and 19 now and we still have it only because like my older son goes out to the valley and if he's ever stuck i can mm. just go and pick him up 
Yeah. Where so is he? It. How did he end up on the north side? And what is he? I've, I don't know anyone at that house. He must know someone at that house. I didn't think he had a friend over that side of town. I wonder yeah. how long they've known each other yeah. for. Do you know what? I'll go and meet him now. <laughs> but that's the trust issue, I guess. Yeah. You know, no, it is. What I to them. I'm not sitting there staring at it. Yeah, yeah. no, but of course. if I get worried, I can have a quick look and boom. And I've also said to them, if I'm paying for your phone, this stays on. Give yep. me peace of mind. And I'm not texting you every five minutes to see if you're okay. Yeah. Yes, and I like that. And I sort of thought that, you know, I like to know that he's made it to school and, you mm. know, I'll check and then every day I've forgotten. <laughs> but you know you can. Yeah. I know I can, yeah. you know, and I yeah. don't have to text him and wait for a reply. Mm. Yeah. Uh, g'day, Brooke. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Hi. What are your thoughts on this? So we have an 11-year-old who gets the bus to and from school. So, you know, a little bit of independence for her. And we got her a phone just before Christmas for that. Mm-hmm. Um, our best thing that we have to combat being on the phone is we have a community dock in our kitchen. Right. And as soon as she walks in the house, it gets plugged into the dock. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. And then she, and then she doesn't need she doesn't need a phone. She is 11. Yeah. Yep. She does not need to talk to people. Not only that. She goes to a Catholic school, so she's got an iPad. So everything's yeah. on her iPad anyway. It's hard enough to restrict that. Mm, yep. mm. So the phone is literally, when you leave the house, you take it off the dock. When you come back in the house, you put it back on the dock. That way, one, it's always charged. Yeah. Yeah. Two, she doesn't hide around just sitting on it. Mm. And and three, we, we know where she is when she leaves the house. Yeah, no, that's good. Because I've never had my son go into his room so many times uh, when he comes home. Mm. He's like, oh, I'm just checking Texting someone. I'm mm. just looking at this. I'm just doing my footy app. So, yeah, that's good. Doing my homework. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle in Rothwell, you've got another um, technology you think that can help c- control the kids. Uh, yes, good morning, guys. I've got an 11-year-old daughter. I use the Google Family Link. Mm-hmm. Now, that means I can choose how long my daughter's on the phone for. I can select the downtime and a time she can use it, I can lock apps, I can restrict apps. So if she's been particularly sassy, I lock the phone. Uh (laughs) She's right up, Ali. Abby's Um, happy. Yep. Yeah. She also uses a uh, kid's messenger. So Mm -hmm. I can then say, okay, you can have this friend on talking to or you can't. And I guess I I, I don't want to come across as strict, but I am strict because like Maddie's son, you know, there's pedophiles out yeah. there and yeah. God knows who they're talking to. Yeah. We want to make it safe. And especially when so you kind of go, you just don't know what content they're actually looking at. Mm. You yeah. know, you can so, it on your TV or on your iPad, but yeah. Yeah, well, you can also have like, you know, YouTube Kids, Spotify Kids, so that restricts, you know, um, content in so that's age-related for them as well, which mm. I think is very good. So, yeah, and I'm saying this as like I've, I'm on, I'm an older parent. Uh-huh. So I've got grown-up children as well. And with my grown-up children, it was very hard to monitor what happened. And we had bullying and all sorts of things happening via the phone because I couldn't be aware as aware of what was happening. Yeah, so it's easier now when you've got all the apps to ch- check. Definitely, 100%. Yeah. Thank right. you. Well, best of luck. What have you, which, which option do you think you're going to go with? Oh, really? oh, great. Can't hurt. <laughs> Start your day the better way with Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Would you do this? Not you guys, okay? But um, I don't know. Maybe maybe Hayley out there. Hayley is single. Mm. There is a... Oh, God, I've never seen her rip her headset off and listen to the show so intently in her entire life. <laughs> Usually she's clicking away on Instagram or something. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Boy? No, because I know exactly what she's going to talk about. So I was just like, I never said that I would agree to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
I didn't think of that. Let's enter you. Yeah, good one. Um, it's called The Arrangement. A friend of mine was posting about this because they're looking for people here in Queensland. Mm. Does your family know you better than you know yourself? So Australia's boldest new um, series is searching for singles who are looking for love in all the wrong places and need help from the people that know them best. So you have to apply for it and you've got to apply um, T- with... A TV show, is it? TV show, yeah. yeah. You've got to apply with your family. So someone from your nearest and dearest. So whether it is your mum mm-hmm. or your sister and a couple of different people and they will pick them for you. And I know that Kate Lambrook did one recently where the kids were choosing. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it's just another version of that. But I was just thinking with who would you kind of trust? And is this not the ultimate where if you have been looking and you haven't found the right people, Mm. having someone else to pick for you, it broadens your horizons. Well, if you haven't found the right people, the problem is you and your picking ability. Yeah, like mm. I've I've gone onto Bumble um, or, Yesterday. or Tinder <laughs> yeah. for my friends and started swiping, and they're like, "Oh no, I wouldn't swipe that." And I'm like, "Well, you're not a ten. <laughs> People need to hear that sometimes, though. That's true. She was just so picky, and I said, "I feel like you're." What being... did she want? Oh, just you know, washboard abs, uh, doctor. <laughs> I think she was like, who do you like? And she was like, 90210. I like Luke Perry, but like back with Luke Perry was. And you're like, okay. She, I feel like she was saying no to people because she really didn't want to meet someone. Uh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. If I was getting down below down. the onion yeah. and ripping off the layers. And I was like, you don't. And it's hard when you're online because you are so superficial mm. where I think it's so true. You meet like the hottest guy and you get to know his personality and you just couldn't stand him. That's true. Mm. Or the vice versa where you meet someone not typically who mm. you'd be attracted to, get to know their personality and you're like, oh, my God, they're so hot. Mm. I mean, that's the thing. I think your friends Luke, will... Luke, uh, Capaldi, Capaldi. I look at him and Lewis I'm like, Capaldi. Oh, Lewis Capaldi. Capaldi. Yeah. Get to know his name right. But mm. I look at him and I'm like, he's so funny mm. that I think he's so attractive. Yeah, he's also rich. Yeah, I was going to say, if he wasn't a f- if he wasn't famous... He looks he exactly like my ex-boyfriend, sing. by the way. All you have to do is ex. sing. I said he looks exactly like my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Who wasn't, who wasn't rich? No, I know. I know. <laughs> what was it about him that you liked? His confidence. Yeah. Yeah. He was just really confident. Mm. And I thought he was funny. Yeah, that never worked for me. <laughs> you're married? Yeah. She thought you were funny? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was attracted to her sense of humour. She wasn't attracted to your sense of humour? Well, uh, Must have been your good look sense. Well, yeah. yeah actually, I'm... Or your got persistence. A, got a few questions. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting show, though. Yeah. Mm. Hayley, who would you pick to find love for you? I would trust you. Oh. I think it's nice to have like a third person's opinion on someone else because sometimes you're just blinded by like red flags. Yeah, Yeah, you're picking red flags. I am. You know that you're picking guys that are only after one night. Yeah, but like I think the opinion of friends and family on like whoever I'm dating is so important. So I wouldn't mind having more of that. Yeah. Mm. There's certain guys that I think you should stop chatting to straight away. Footballers. Me. (laughs) Yes. No, I agree. I definitely, um, I'd like it when it is like a mutual friend of, you know, at least someone knows them and I know what I'm getting myself into. Mm. Are you ready to settle down though? I mean, yeah. I mean, at my age, I think a lot of my friends are doing it right now. So it's like, I probably should look into doing that. That's the reason. Well, like, I don't even know what I'm doing like next month or next, you know, next year. So who knows? If it happens, it happens. How old are you? I'm 25. 25. Like, yeah, no rush. No, no rush, but it's an interesting concept. Yeah. Well, arranged marriages are for more successful rate than not mm. arranged marriages. 
Except mm. for the maths ones. They're arranged. Not so successful. That's yeah, true. Yeah, but they know it yeah. at the time. The this show will do the same thing, going. though. You know what will happen? The, the mum, you'll go, it's my mum picking. And the mum will say, I want a Christian boy who does blah, 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 blah. And they'll be like, we've decided to bring in a stripper <laughs> who's an atheist. <laughs> you know, that's what the show will be. Can't wait. And I love it. <laughs> Start your day the better way with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Uh, we talked about this earlier on in the show, but under completely different circumstances. But um, poo bags in uh, caring for your puppy. It is an issue. Right, and it's one of those things. Much like when you have a baby and you go, I thought the same. I was like, I can't touch poop, but mm. then when it's your own, you don't mind. You yes, mm. anyone related to you's poo's okay. Yeah, same. It's same with pets. I wouldn't pick up someone else's dog poo, but I'm happy to pick up Gus's. It's a responsibility, and you have to do it. Do you do it like um, the person at the deli at Coles, where you put it over yes. your hand, reach yeah. down, 100%. and it's warm, yes. and you go, oh, yeah. Yeah. I you love know, you, Yoshi you weigh girl. It. Yeah, uh, weigh it. See. <laughs> yeah. You go. It, 20 grams extra, is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Now, Legally, not... you have to carry, what, two? Two bags. I never understand that legally. It's like I know my dog's poo cycle. Two bags are better than yeah, one. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's better to have one and uh, not need yeah. it. Because I will say, I mean, in all the times I've owned a dog, and everyone's done it, but you can have the best of intentions, but there will be some time where you are caught short and um, you don't have a bag for whatever reason and you don't. Some people will go home and go back and pick it up. Other people go, well, that's a bad one. That's in the bad box. I won't do that again. Uh, so do you I'm need not a saying, note? Go, hey, yeah. I'm coming back for this. <laughs> because flag, if you just walk off, on on <laughs> yeah. like, back in 10, leave it where it <laughs> do is. Do not take a photo of me walking away. <laughs> and they will. They'll, you will get fined. If you, if you, a, if you don't have your bags what is on you. Fine? And B, if you uh, don't pick it up. I don't know because I haven't ever done fined, it. Anyone's got fined, 13, 10, 60. I'd love to know how much it actually was because it is hard to – I mean, you, the dog – Catcher, the dog. Yeah, yeah. What well, are they? The council Brisbane workers. City Council. Yeah, yeah, they've got to be there present for mm. it. And some councils actually have the dog bags at the park. No, a lot of them do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they're not hard to come by if you're going to dog parks and whatnot. But here are the monsters I want to talk about. Because, yes, there are people that have done it occasionally. I'm not going to blame them. I'm not going to point fingers because that's fine. It's happened to everybody as long as it's not your intent when you go out. The fine is $287. We've just Ooh, been informed. Okay. Uh, but then there are the people who just don't carry bags and let their dogs poop everywhere and have no intention of picking it up. They're not even the monsters I'm talking about because I've seen this around my neighbourhood and I saw it uh, when I went down uh, to my mate Danny Boys uh, down the coast. There are people... And I don't know what the thought process behind this is. You Can I guess what this is? Yes. Because isn't it bizarre? They, they take their dog bag yep. and they pick up the poo, yep. but then leave the bag leave like a little the, surprise. Leave the What's bag. What's the point? Leave Fight, the bag. They're like, oh, I don't want to do it, but they've picked it up. I don't get it. I they, don't get it. You see them at like reserves. I'm like, put them in a bin. It's like putting it in a Tupperware container to preserve it forever. It, yeah. At least if you left it out, if it rained, it would flush away. Or you it know, might it would get hard. It would get it hard. Might be easier. I don't yep. get it either. They leave it in the bag, like just saying, I did everything right, but I'm still not going to form to your society because I am a monster. I always feel like they've started the walk and they're like, oh, well, I don't want to walk this for a while, so we'll put it in the bin. But often it's even just left outside the bin. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. It needs to be stopped. Oh. I think there needs to be a bigger fine for people that do that. Because Why don't you impersonate a, also you're littering, a, uh, they're plastic bags. Why don't you impersonate a Brisbane City Council? <laughs> You know, walk around. You know, I don't know. Like, I don't know one. I can do his voice. So. No, no, no. I just meant you know, you take it upon yourself to uh... Yeah, put on a khaki shirt and yeah. look official and walk around and oh. point at people. Yeah, I don't think why. So they just, I don't understand why they would do that. They don't want to this carry it with them. To, yeah, it is. It is a hassle to carry it with you because uh, you know you're carrying. You're literally carrying a bag of poop. It's not, and you want to look you know. at your phone when you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's and also again. It's they they don't biodegrade. A lot of them, some of them do, but the, so you're just you're pre- pre- preserving it for future generations. It doesn't make any oh. sense. It's like a it's like a shit museum. Wow, well, that's, that's pretty much plenty of them. Really, When's the yeah. last time you had a dog?
Oh god, when I was at home, like yeah. I, I have, I have never owned a dog outside of when I lived with my parents. Uh huh. Yeah. They had a dog. Um, We're getting ours tomorrow. I, I, if I was your husband and you said to me, "I've bought a dog. It's coming here on Friday," God, I would be livid inside. But he'd be like, "All right, dear." I feel like I'm confessing it to everyone. I spoke to a lady yesterday. I don't remember where she was. Real estate, I think. And I was saying, yeah, you know. She's like, oh, there's this cute dog walking by. So I was like, yeah, I just bought a dog. I didn't tell my husband. She's like, I did the same. I bought a beagle. But she, he likes him. So like, that's good. It's good he's got a big heart. He's going to be fine. Yeah, that's why he married you. That's that's exactly what your mum said. I feel like I'm getting said. a replacement with the dog. He'll let <laughs> like the dog, I'll get kicked out. Were you a rescue <laughs> wife? Yeah. <laughs> he thought he could train me. Start your day the better way with Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Yeah, there's a disturbance happening here in uh, Queensland. Well, in Brisbane, actually, down at Logan. Is it Logan Reserve? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they're saying Logan Reserve uh, just south uh, here in Brizzy. The exclusion zone is Chambers Flat Road, School Road, Logan View Road and Logan Reserve Road. Yeah, 5K yeah, right. radius. Yeah, quite square. Mm. Um, in that area there. So it's been shut down. There's an armed man. Um, and on the um, scene at the moment, we've got Georgie from Sunrise. What's going on, Georgie? Good morning, guys. That's right. We're on the edge of the exclusion zone. There's about a five-kilometre boundary Um, which means people can't go in and they can't uh, come out either. Residents have been ordered to stay in their homes. So we're at Logan Reserve. We're on Chambers Flat Road and we can hear police negotiating with a man who we believe is armed inside his home on Chambers Flat Road. Uh, We've seen um, armed, uh, armoured police as well as a drone going up. So, yeah, there's a lot going on here um, in Logan Reserve. Is there any talk of anyone else in the house with him? No, thankfully, we believe that he is alone, um, but it's certainly affecting a huge number of residents here in Logan. Um, there's a really um, quite a large community in within the exclusion zone, so they've all been ordered to stay inside. So, yeah, it's um, a pretty huge operation here. Yeah, it's scary for the kids as well. It's, yeah. you know, school drop-off time. They should be heading to school and told that they have to stay. Oh, no, I know. Be a couple who'll be like, Maddie's oh, looking at me going, I don't want to go to school. I know, exciting. but, like, if you, if, you know, if you don't know what's yeah, going on, there's police everywhere. It'd be scary. How? This I always think with these, if no, if no one's in the house, so um, there's only one person. How did the police find out about someone being in there armed? Like, did did yeah. the, did, the per, did he call the police or did someone else? Um, it's my understanding that um, there was a disturbance, so it all kind of began okay. at midnight, and um, police were called. Uh, to kind of speak with him then, they've been negotiating with him ever since. Um, it's unclear whether he's been alone that entire time, um, but following that disturbance and kind of at 6am things really ramped up and they decided we need to put kind of a, a emergency declaration in place, make sure that the public's safe. So yeah, it's um, pretty scary here for some residents in Logan. 